Hello, and welcome to the Unleash Pain Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Katie Sutton, and I am a rehabilitation specialist and master neuro coach specializing in pain specifically. 100% of us experience pain at some point in our lives, yet we are not told what pain is, why we have it, or how to navigate through it. Without this vital information, it keeps us stuck in the vicious pain cycle. This is where I come in. My job is to educate and inform you about all things pain so you can feel empowered to know how to navigate pain when it comes about. This is how you break the cycle and reclaim your life from pain. Without further ado, let's go ahead and start breaking out of the pain cycle today. Welcome to another episode on the Unleash Pain Freedom podcast. Today, I have a very, very special guest for this episode. Today, we're going to talk about a specific pain spot that is not really commonly talked about. And it's something that people really need to be educated on. And that topic is sex, sexual energy. And we're going to talk about what it is, the methods of building it, and how vitally important it is to one's general well-being. I know this is true for people who are struggling with chronic pain. Sex and pain go hand in hand. I'm excited to welcome Kim Wetner. She is an expert in hands-free orgasms through erotic hypnosis and imaginative play. So if you just listen to that and you're like, what the heck is that? Stay tuned because Kim is going to talk about all things sexy and how it pertains to pain and give you some advice and tips and share her incredible story because she has been on a journey and I'm so excited for you guys to hear this. So I'd like to welcome Kim Whitner. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. It's a pleasure to share with your audience. So what made you get on this topic of erotic hypnosis? I mean, let's just start there. Like what the heck does it mean to have a hands-free orgasm through erotic (laughs) hypnosis? (laughs) Well. It's quite remarkable. I discovered it one night when I was going through a video website and it said Henry orgasm, erotic hypnosis. And I thought to myself, wow, our minds are really powerful. I thought there's got to be something to this. And I scrolled right on by it. And then I thought about it again. I went back to read a little bit more and I was like, I don't know. And I scrolled on by it again. I must, I must have done that three or four times before I actually clicked on the video to listen to it. And then when I did, I heard this voice that I describe as sexiest liquid chocolate voice I've ever heard. <laughs> that drew me right in. So I started to listen to it and I knew that our minds are very powerful. Whatever we put our minds to, we can do. And I'm sure anybody could actually look back with hindsight and see how that is true. Even if you're not saying that it is now, if you think back, you will see where your mind has gotten you into something. But anyway, when I started listening to it within the first day, I actually had the hands-free orgasm. Oh my gosh. So you actually got to experience it. Yes. Yes. Wow. So it is possible. Absolutely. Wow. That's, that, that still like blows my mind. So what happens like when, like what emotions like came through you when you experience that hands-free orgasm? Well, when I engage with the hypnosis, I really focus on what I'm hearing. I get very quiet. I engage with it. Of course, you, you really should know that you want to trust the hypnotist. 
which if you don't want to do that right off the bat, you can listen to it without engaging. And when I did, I, you know, the imaginative play comes, the suggestions are given and your mind just does the rest. It's, yeah. it's quite amazing. I don't know how it works exactly, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, our brains are amazing things. And, you know, I just know from like my line of work that it doesn't matter whether you visualize something or it's happening in quote unquote real life, right? Because whatever yes. you're visualizing in your brain, your brain is considering that as truth. And I know that the brain is going to basically command the body to respond to whatever it is that's going on inside your head. So I think that's a perfect example on like visualization and the power that we have to tap into, especially if you can have like a hands-free orgasm. Like how cool is that? Exactly. Because your subconscious does not know if it's real or not. It just takes it as real. So cool. Let's backtrack a little bit. Like where were you at in that time in your journey where you stumbled across this chocolate, sexy, luxurious voice that came across you? (laughs) Well, at the time in my life, I was feeling very flat. I had no purpose. I had no fire in my life, just blah. And I was not suicidal. So don't get alarmed by this when I say it. I didn't care if I lived another day or not. I had traveled to many places that I wanted to go all my life. I've had a great life. And it was like, all right, there's things I still want to do. But if I don't get to, I'm okay with it. You know, I just had nothing. I felt like I had nothing to live for anymore. And then when I discovered this and I started, well, I committed to doing the 30 days suggested by the hypnotist in one of the tracks and immediately my joy came back. I felt very joyful. I laughed so much easier. It was like effortless. I just laugh. And I'm like, why am I laughing so much? And I was like, it's my joy. My joy is returned. It's, it's crazy. And the next thing I noticed that I remember thinking how my friend, who is a musician would say how music always soothes her soul. And I'm like, how does she get anything out of music? I don't get this. I just don't. And my husband's a musician. Okay. So I live with the musician music all the time. And I just wasn't getting it and it wasn't doing anything for me. And I hadn't listened to music for a long time. And one day I went to jump in the shower and I had my phone there and I turned on some music to shower by. And I realized that like, this was the fourth day in a row that I had done this. So I, I, found that music was starting to come back into my life. And a few weeks later, I started to remember how music used to move me years ago, but I had just kind of lost it. Several months after, let's see, I started like in April, I started with the hypnosis. By November, I was starting to feel like I wanted to paint. And I do have an art degree. I am a creative. (laughs) I hadn't been creating for 11 years and I started to paint. And about two months after I started painting, I had my very first experience where I painted from my emotion. All through art school, I never understood how someone paints from their emotions. How do you express your emotions in art? I never got it. I never understood it. And one night, it was about midnight, and I was just feeling so agitated. And I created this painting. And it's most people probably wouldn't like it. But it was my emotions and it actually depicted a story that the hypnotist had told once. And I didn't even go for that. It just kind of came out that way. And it was just amazing. So I got my joy back. I got my music back and I got my art back. And it goes beyond that. It was also like a, a huge purging of old hurts and unforgiveness. I tried to forgive my mom for years, many, many years. And every time I thought I had it complete. It was like an onion. Another layer would show up. 
So finally, one night I was listening to one of the hypnotist tracks, and I don't know exactly what happened in my mind when I was listening to it, but some of the things in the track spurred my mind to go off on these different shoots. And by the end of that track, I had truly let go of anything I held regarding my mom. I was completely okay with her. Complete forgiveness was given. It was just amazing. I cried through the whole thing, but it's amazing some of the places I have been able to go, the things I have been shown, the things that I've seen through the different hypnosis tracks. That is incredible. So it seems like this is a huge healing tool for you when it comes to past experiences, maybe past traumas, being able to really connect with your emotions again. I think that's amazing that you were able to go back into painting and paint your emotions. That's huge. That that's, yes. that's actually a form of like therapy and healing and really being able to connect to those different parts of yourself that we have a tendency to lock up. And it just, it, it's super cool that you got your joy back. Like, how cool is that? I feel like this is just like a perfect segue into what the heck is sexual energy? Because it's obviously done wonders for you and you've gotten your creativity, <laughs> your joy, your spark. I mean, you're dressed in all red. I mean, oh, I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite color. My mom always discouraged me from red because she didn't like it, but I love it. So I wear it whenever I can. <laughs> I love red too. So I'm all about that. I love that spice, that sassiness, and I'm ready to get into that sexy talk. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So sexual energy is your life force, creative energy. None of us got here without sex. Every one of us got here through that. Now, Here's a little little uh, comparison you can make. None of us can get through life without money either. So what does that have to do with sex? They both are taboo subjects in many households. Both of them have tons of misinformation surrounding them. And we all need to get comfortable talking about both of them and learning more about both of them because they're so vital to our life and our wellness. So your sexual energy is your life force, creative energy. It's how life is given. It is connected to your creativity beyond creating the next generation. It is your art, your voice, your writing, your however you create, whether you're an architect or everybody is an artist of some sort. Everything there is creation behind. So there is this thing called sexual transmutation, and it was talked about by Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich. And he defined it as, it means the switching of the mind from thoughts of physical expression to thoughts of some other nature. And further defined by Scott Jeffrey as sexual transmutation is the process of converting sexual energy into some other drive, motivation, or energy of a higher order. So it's not just about sex. It's about your whole life creating your joy, everything. It's connected to your creative energy and your spiritual energy. And you'll see that your spiritual well-being will increase as well when your sexual energy comes up. Yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. Because I know for people who are struggling in pain, I always encourage them, like, have sex, like, play with yourself or something, you know, because yes. those actually increase those endorphins, those happy feel good hormones. And those are our actual 
natural painkillers that our body produces and you're connecting to that life force energy. So I'm so glad that you just touched on that. It's so much more than sex because I feel like in our society today, sex is just seen as, you know, like the deed, you know, but there's so much more to it. There's so much more to it on an emotional, a mental, and even a spiritual level too. However, when it comes to it socially, it's so taboo. Like you were saying that people are like afraid to talk about it. And it's like, we can talk about it, but we can't at the same time because we see it everywhere, like on the media and like in movies. But like, if we have a discussion about it, it's just like, Oh no, 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 we don't talk about that stuff. And yeah, I just, I was wondering if you wanted to touch on that because I feel like that's a huge part on our social conditioning when it comes to sex and not tapping into that life force energy. Yes. The first thing we need to do is get comfortable talking about it with friends, with our family, with our partner, whatever. Learn about it. There's so much you probably don't know. I found this book. It's called The Women's Anatomy of Arousal. It is amazing the things that are in this book. I learned that many women don't even know what the parts of their body are called. Yeah, I believe that. And There is a little chapter in the back for men, but women definitely get this book, The Woman's Anatomy of Arousal. It's by Sherry Winston. She is a nurse. She talks about so many things that were left out of even medical journals that are still missing, things that are still missing from medical journals that are in use today. And we all are concerned about women's health. So why is it missing from the medical journals? I don't know why it is. I know why, how it got that way. I don't know why it's still that way. Learning from that book was very eye-opening. There's probably a lot you don't know, (laughs) generally speaking, as a woman, unless you're an expert in the field. I was, I was flabbergasted. I could not believe some of the things I had read. Let's talk about building your sexual energy. Okay, there's the obvious thing of having sex or masturbation. And I know that's not acceptable for some people, but that is not an excuse not to build your sexual energy. You can use breath work. You can use meditation, which is kind of similar to hypnosis. You can have that imaginative play in your meditation, but the hypnosis is the thing. And then I learned to use some breath work along with it that really, really made a huge difference in my life. Erotic hypnosis is very calming. It's, it brought a lot of peace, a lot of healing. I noticed just recently how much Oh, what are they called? <laughs> insecurities. That's it. Insecurities. Yeah. I had a custom track made by the hypnotist and he had said things like that. He was proud of me, that I should be proud of myself, that I made him proud, that I made him feel special. And I thought I had received that. And then I got another custom and I had left the first one and started listening to the second custom. And I was away from it for a couple of months because I used to listen to it almost daily. And when after those two months and I started listening to that again and hear those things that he was proud of me and all that, I realized that I didn't receive it the first time as I thought I had. And then I started to cry again because the first time I heard it, I cried. But this time I cried again and I realized that it was because I did not receive it the way I thought I had. I had so many insecurities that were now gone that I actually was able to receive it at face value. Wow. There was no doubt. There was no doubt that he meant what he said. There were no reservations. I really received it. And I realized that that was because of insecurities I had that were now no longer there. 
And it's been 18, 19 months since I started this journey. Wow, that's incredible. So you were actually allowing yourself to fully let go so you could receive. Because mm-hmm. I've I've been kind of exploring my own journey as well. And, you know, sex is a give and receive. It's a give and take type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I know for women, sometimes it's really hard to let go to fully receive. So how would you help or give advice to somebody that is having a hard time opening up, letting those walls down so they can fully receive to expand on that joy, that pleasure that they could experience? Well, I really do find it very easy to trust and engage with the hypnosis. If there's a title that I am not sure, because there's there are a few that have BDSM themes and I, if I'm not sure that that's going to affect me in a certain way or not, I will listen to it before I engage with it. And that's, you can do that with any of them, of course. But when I feel comfortable to engage with it, I fully engage. I relax. I take a few deep breaths. I listen. When there's prompts given, you do them. You like, if he says to say yes or, or repeat something he says, you just, just do it. It really helps to quiet your mind. I know that sometimes that's really difficult for people, but starting out with some breath work before you even start listening will will help calm your mind. Because when you're concentrating on your breathing, you're not thinking about everything else. You're thinking about your breathing and then you can slide right on into that. But you have to trust the hypnotist. That's that's number one. If, if you trust the hypnotist, you certainly can engage very well. There's enough suggestions where you can create your own scenarios in your mind. That's where the imaginative play comes in. You can pull from previous experiences to create ones you wish you had. So it's creative in its own way. Some of them, some of the tracks are more explicit and with details and others are more where you can create more for yourself. Basically, the erotic hypnosis is like a meditation, you said, right? Yeah, very similar. Okay. I love that because meditation is actually a practice used to alleviate chronic pain because it Mm -hmm. teaches you how to get into your body. And when it comes to connecting with your sexual energy, that's a way to connect with your body. And I love that you're just like, okay, it's not just like having sex or masturbating or pleasing yourself in any way. It's having that connection with yourself and going into that deeper breath work. That way you can shut off the mind. I know for a fact, not only with me, but like with other people is we can get in our heads and like turn ourselves off basically. Yes. And, you know, I really believe that arousal comes from the brain and just like pain, like we can create these different scenarios and it's going to reflect how our body is going to receive that. So I just appreciate you touching on those points because a lot of people just think that, oh, if I just have sex, then that means that I'm open in my sexual energy. I feel like that's kind of a fine line. Like you could have sex, but you could still be super closed off when it comes to your sexual energy. So I really appreciate the the work that you're doing because it teaches people to slow down, to get out of that stress response so that they can connect with themselves to heal on a deeper level. So I just appreciate you touching on those points because a lot of people just think that meditation is for like the woo-woos or like the spiritual people and all that stuff. It's a powerful tool to help you to get out of pain but also to help you to connect with your sexual essence and your sexual energy. 
Yes. And when you think about what I, comparison I was thinking of is when someone reads a romance novel, how they get all involved in the story, right? Yeah. Just think of it without having the book in your hand and it's in your ears and your headphones and you're listening. And, and instead of being an observer of the story, you are in the story. Okay. okay. It's very much like that. I love that. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey was huge for like how many years? Is it still big? I don't know. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and you're able to explore those different parts of yourself, like the fantasy, because I know with society, sometimes it's so taboo to even talk about fantasies because it's like, oh, like you're, you're bad, you're a slut, you're whatever. And have those different like connotations with it. So yes, I I went through an experience with that as well. I took this erotic blueprint quiz, and there were four or five different categories. And what my second one came out kinky, and I was absolutely mortified because <laughs> <laughs> I was in denial. And then I was like, oh well, maybe I am. I kind of remember this, and I remember that. So that was long ago when I was. Well, when I first discovered this, there was there was no way I would believe I would be talking about sex on a podcast, let alone to a friend. I mean, I've come a long way in a short time. That's, that's like the power of the work that you do is that if you're in that place where you're just like, I don't even care if I live or die. Like, I don't have any purpose. I don't have this spark of joy or anything. And then to be completely on the other side and do a 180 and you're just like, yeah, I have so much joy. I know my purpose. I'm connected (laughs) with music. I'm painting again. Like that's huge. And a lot of people don't necessarily talk about that paint spot of not feeling aroused, not just sexually, but like anything in life. Right. Yes, exactly. I completely bloomed. (laughs) That's the best way I can say. I got chills when you said I completely bloomed because I can just see you. Because I remember we met, what was it, like three years ago, maybe? You're totally different person than you were back then (laughs) like you're still the Kim but like like you said you just blew yes there's this wonderful book by Zan Perion it's called The Alabaster Girl now Zan is known as a seducer and he actually has workshops and teaches men how to interact with women and I read his book The Alabaster Girl and it was absolutely beautiful it made me feel so valued It was just a beautiful book. And I recommend it if you want to feel appreciated. That man will let you feel appreciated through his book. I'm looking for a paragraph here from his book. It explains in a nutshell pretty much what happened with me. This is a paragraph from The Alabaster Girl. It says, every woman deserves a lover. A woman with a lover is transformed. A woman with a lover is more beautiful than she has ever been and more beautiful than she will ever be. A woman with a lover is also youthful and pretty no matter her age. Everything about her, her countenance, her complexion, her composure is more alive, more bright. Her face shines. Her step is light. There is something marvelous about her and no one is quite sure just what it is. They can't quite put their finger on it. Oh, but they all can see it. A blossomed woman draws the gaze of every woman and every man as she walks along the street. And I read that to my husband and he said, you didn't get that from me. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So erotic hypnosis can do a lot. (laughs) 
No kidding. Holy cow. So how has this affected your relationships? It definitely spiced things up. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Better relationship, more communication, a lot more fun together in general, not just sexually. I ask that because I know that relationships are such a huge part when it comes to getting out of whatever pain spot you're in, whether it's emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, or all the above. And so if we are able to have that communication, have that support in our relationships, it actually helps us to, like you said, blossom and to open up. So I think that's great. How has it affected you physically? Physically? Well, I do a lot more than I had been doing. I don't know. I didn't really think about it physically so much because there's been so much mental stuff like this huge purge and I'm and replacing things, <laughs> doing much better. Uh, I actually feel like my own person. I have never felt like I was ever myself until now. And my weight has always been an issue and I have not felt equipped to deal with it as much as I do right now. Wow. That's, that's huge. It is huge. Yeah. So it makes you feel empowered. Yes. And, and I love that you've just touched so much on the mental component, because when we do talk about sex, we automatically think about the physical representation of it. And you've been focused on healing the mental and the emotional aspects, which is very, very true for physical pain, chronic pain. And Mm -hmm. when we're able to remove those mental blocks, those emotional blocks, that's when we're able to really feel more capable in our own abilities physically and to really connect with our own self and to connect differently on a spiritual level. So I think that's great. And it it just shows the, the power of the work that you do being like, oh, I didn't really think about the physical because that has been such a hyper focus on everything else. Mm -hmm. And there's so much more to it than just the physical. So I appreciate you being honest about that. Yeah. Speaking of physical, though, I just while you were talking, I thought about this, that participating in this actually strengthens your pelvic floor because, you know, you're having orgasms and you're having contractions and release and all of that, you know, strengthens those muscles. I was going to ask, like, why is it so important for people to strengthen their pelvic floor? Well, to keep everything where it belongs. Yeah, you don't want to have problems with that. You want to keep your pelvic floor strong. You don't want to deal with incontinence. It can help with that. And it can also help you to open up more sexually. Yes. Yeah. You said that we need to talk more about this topic of sex. How would you suggest somebody to start talking about it? Because I know for some people, that is such a huge block. I know for my husband, it was such a huge block for him in the beginning. And it's just like, well, why can't you just talk about it with your wife? And there was just a huge, huge block there. So how would you help somebody in that spot? Well, take a deep breath and go for it. (laughs) Just go for it. So (laughs) yeah. I mean, if you're already timid about it, you're not going to blindside somebody with it. You're going to come into it with timidity and just go for it. See what happens. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it out at a restaurant or something. I mean, be (laughs) smart about where you are. If you're 
upset, you know, not upset, but reluctant to talk about things. But yeah, just go for it. I mean, I'm starting a business with this and everything is in the beginnings of everything. And I'm still trying to figure out how to talk about it with people. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's been such a taboo subject for so long. Right. Um, And I don't want them going to the, this is not a dirty taboo. I want them going to the, oh, this could help me. This could really change my life. Like it changed my life. That's where I want it to go. I don't want it to go to the other side. Yeah. So you're basically, your whole point of doing this is to remove that stigma that it's dirty, that it's shameful, that it's judgmental, all of that. I think that's so huge and so, so powerful talking about it. I feel like even just anybody listening to this podcast and hearing us talk about sex and even just hearing it and saying it out loud allows you to take your power back and you're already changing the narrative of it being taboo and having it be something that could help you because we're switching the perspective. This podcast is all about reframing those pain spots. And if we don't talk about it, there's going to be pain spots there that are going to continue to come up. So yes, I just, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. And if you can't talk about it, if you really can't form the words to do it, write it, write it down in a letter, give it to the person you want to give it to and sit there while they read it. I think that's a great, great idea. When you actually write things down on paper, you pull it out of your subconscious mind. And that way it's not swirling. It's not ruminating. And it's a way of you processing and connecting to your sexual essence. So that's another way that you can connect to your sexual energy is by writing it down, whether you give it to a partner or it's just for yourself. Yes. Okay. Yes. Journaling is great. I'm not a journaler. I wasn't, I should say I was not a journaler, but the day I discovered that erotic hypnosis and I listened to it and I felt what I felt, I'm like, this is special. I am documenting everything. And for whatever reason I did from the day one, I have it documented right on through. (laughs) In fact, I'm putting a book together now. I'm writing a book about my experience so that people can see what's possible. Yeah, I am excited to read that book when you are all done because you have been on a journey. Yes. (laughs) So cool. During your journey, what is one thing that you would have done differently? One thing I would have done differently is I would not have had a little break in my listening. I started in April of 2021 and I went right through to the beginning of August. Daily listening. I realized that I had to listen daily to keep consistent. So we went out West for about five weeks over this, over July to the beginning of August. And I didn't get to listen every day, but I listened most days, but travel feeds my soul much like the erotic hypnosis does. It just Mm -hmm. makes me feel alive. I, I can be this whole new person when I'm out of my environment. So when we got back, there was all the catching up to do. And then Uh, My husband got COVID, then I got COVID. So it wasn't until the end of October where I got back to daily listening. And within three days of getting back into it, I realized that I had stopped listening to music and that my joy had actually gone down because I, I felt it come back so quickly. I was like, wow, I did not realize how much I lost in those three months. (laughs) I just stay with it every day. I listen, whether I engage or not, I relax and I listen. It's soothing. It gets me out of my world and into a different world. And it's, it's just amazing. It's about like that daily consistency for Mm -hmm. you. 
And Mm -hmm. when you don't have it, you can actually really notice it because you kind of revert back to that old programming of shutting the world off, the music, Mm -hmm. your creativity, your joy. How long into your journey did you take that break? Well, April, May, June, July, August, like five months in. And then now I've been back for a whole year now, every day. How long are you usually doing these erotic hypnosis? Well, the tracks are like 25, 30 minutes long. Sometimes it's just, you know, I'll just sit down or lay, lay down before I go to sleep and listen to one. I've been agitated about something recently. And yesterday I put one on a new track that was perfect. It's synchronicity. Um, what I needed, exactly what I needed. And I just sat and listened to it probably maybe two hours and I fell asleep. I fell asleep (laughs) listening to it. But, you know, afterwards I felt so much better because it was exactly what I needed. Gotcha. So you weren't as agitated as you were when you first started it. Exactly. Well, I think that's awesome. And like the fact that you listen to it, like right before bed, that is you tapping into the power of your brain because your brain Mm -hmm. is more open and there's more theta wave. Your subconscious is more able to reprogram and to rewire itself. So that's really cool. If you didn't know that fact, your, your subconscious is the most open, like right before you go to bed and right when you wake up, when you're kind of in like that foggy state, that's Mm. when you're the most open. I think that's awesome. But like, you're just like, okay, this is a tool that I go to every time, like when I'm feeling irritated or I just need to like ground myself, center, get out of stress response, get out of my head and like really connect with myself. Yes. And that's the other time I listen is when I first get up. Sometimes I just listen to a track before I get out of bed. Oh my and I gosh. did not know that. So that was good. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. So it's super cool. And um, just like another fun fact for people out there is like, you can retrain your brain within 67 days. And like the fact that you had been consistent with it, it just became like a natural habit for you. Mm -hmm. And that's when those old subconscious programming start to prune away and then they start to build. So you can actually rebuild a new belief pattern, a new system, a new habit for you within 67 days. When people say that you can create a habit in 21, that's bullshit. I'm popping that bubble on that because that is when you actually have the new neural pathway basically built, but it can either go in either direction. It can either keep going with it strong or it can easily prune away. I mean, how many times have people been like, oh yeah, I completed this 21 day challenge, but I'm back to my old habits. Well, that's because they went in either direction and didn't really necessarily solidify it. And however, for you with the five months and everything that you went through, you're just like, oh no, like I'm seeing the difference that it makes for me because you Mm -hmm. built that strong neural pathway. And then it was easy for you to go back to it because sometimes we need to experience the other side of things to really notice the difference that it makes for us. Absolutely. I remember I would send an email to the hypnotist and say, I just feel so amazing. And he wrote back and he says, do you have any idea how many times you've told me that? (laughs) And I said, do you have any idea how many years I've felt miserable? But the fact that you felt miserable for so many years and were able to turn it around in like what a year was it or 18 months? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a short amount of time. I know it is. And I, I said to him many times what I've accomplished with this erotic hypnosis in my life in general, just not, not sexually. I mean, 
every aspect of my life. I have done more in that 18 months with practicing with the erotic hypnosis than in all the years combined of personal development. Now, I am going to, I'm not poo-pooing personal development in any way because there were parts of it that played into this, but it completely changed my life. People even see me and say, wow, you look amazing. What are you doing? (laughs) And I'm not always in a place where I can actually say what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that, but oh my gosh, well, I kind of look at this erotic hypnosis as a form of personal development. So yeah, I feel like we're branching out of the typical box molded type of personal development and there's other modalities. There just, there's different tools and you got to find what works for you and you know, your life force energy was depleted and this was the thing that sparked it. It was depleted. My creative energy was gone. I mean, I used to create all the time, all the time. And I stopped doing it. I just completely did. I just had no no desire to create whatsoever. But here's something else that this is really good for. And I wish there was a real statistic, but I have found things that say anywhere from 10 to 40% of women have never had an orgasm. The reason we do not know that figure is because a true study has never really been done. Really? Really. A true study. A real true study has never really been done. So that's why we don't what it know what it is so it's somewhere between 10 and 40 percent they get they think which is a lot so poor women (laughs) i know i know i know i know i can't imagine but part of the reason is is a lot of men don't know women need to be opened up that they need time they need to they need time they need 30 to 60 minutes to get ready to receive him and too many men are just in a big hurry and then she never gets the satisfaction she needs yeah, absolutely. And and there is this beautiful energy between the male and the female that happens when they actually take the time to be with one another. I had a transcendent experience in one of my hypnosis sessions and I was not me. I was represented by a blue cloth and there it was black, you know, like like a star scene with no stars, just black. And there was this hoop up here. It was gold. And I was this cloth and I raised up into this hoop. I was just flowing, like imagine this blue silk cloth just flowing. And it, I, I came up into the hoop and he was there. I'm going to say the hypnotist because he was the partner in the situation. He was there, but I think he was defined by the hoop. He was the part of the hoop that I was not. And I came up and I was with him and we were together and we were one and it wasn't sexual. It was. It was completeness. I never felt so safe in my life. I never felt so much peace. It was so beautiful. I, when, when it was over, I emailed him. I said, man, I wish you could feel what I had just felt. It was the most beautiful thing I ever felt in my life. And this is the kind of thing that's available for everyone if they take the time to learn. Yeah. I'm so glad that you pointed that out because so many people aren't fully educated on sex or the experience that you can have when it comes with the safetyness that you experience. I mean, what a beautiful experience that you went through. I'm sure people listening are like, oh my gosh, I really want to have that experience. And you could have that through erotic hypnosis and hands-free orgasms. Like what? But just imagine that with like a partner that you feel really safe with. 
And oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I'm so glad that you touched on that women need at least like 30 minutes to fully open up to receive, to take your time with it instead of just being like, all right, let's get it done and over with. And I'm done actually enjoying the experience. Exactly. It's so important because there's so much that happens besides the physical. There's an energy exchange between the two. That's just remarkable. It's beautiful. Taking time to feel it. it, It's just beyond words for me. It's I've experienced it a few times and it's like the experience. There's, There's just nothing more like it. It's, it's so much the experience that once you're there, there's nowhere to go because that is it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And just seeing you explain this, you're just lighting up, sparking full of life. And I think that's so cool. But yes, I feel like when you're in that moment, nothing else around you matters. And I feel like when we are such in our heads all the time, we are robbed from that type of experience. Yes, absolutely. There's There's so much more. That's why we all, I mean, I'm learning constantly. Every day I learn something new and I'm like, this is a lot. There's a lot. Just start somewhere and learn. I mean, there's just so very much to learn to improve your life, your sex life, your partnerships, your relationships, not not just your sexual ones, all of them. I was at a corn roast of my uh, my husband's family over Labor Day. And his family has always been very nice to me. They're wonderful people, but I just never felt accepted. I don't know why I just didn't. Well, Labor Day this year, I found out why. I was sitting at the corn roast in my chair and I'm looking across the whole scene. And I thought to myself, you know, I really love these people. And then I went, where did that come from? And then I was like, oh my God, you mean my my insecurities have kept me from receiving them? All these years, I've known my husband over 40 years. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. And I also took my chair and I visited every group in that whole party and talked. And I never did that in over 20 years. I would sit in one spot, not do anything. I realized my insecurities had kept me from enjoying his family and receiving them. Oh my gosh, because you were just all in your head. Right. Wow. Okay. You know, this sexual essence helps to basically wipe the slate clean when it comes to your insecurities or being more aware of them too. Yes. Because I know a lot of people, sex is a huge insecurity for them. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that story because now you get to see like what's possible and you're living proof of the work that you do. So what is one thing about your journey that you would not trade for the world? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I wouldn't trade any of it. It's all been so remarkable and full of wonder and so good for me. So, so good for me. I feel alive. Like I've never felt alive. I talk with people I always had a problem with approaching people and talking with them. Now I don't care. I just talk. I mean, (laughs) I have noticed that too. (laughs) I, it's just like all the, so many insecurities are gone. And I I said, I told the hypnotist, I said, I wonder what else I'm going to discover in the future Mm. that I've missed out on. I know that I'm becoming me for the first time. I was an only child and my mom was a little overbearing. And so I was molded a lot. And I guess I, it was just, just a habit of being that way. 
But now I feel like I am me. Mm-hmm. I am authentically me and I'm not holding back. I am who I am and that's it. it. And it feels wonderful not to have all these rules rolling around in the back of my head. Like, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do, you know, all that stuff. It's gone. I love it. I love it. I just, I, I get so sad that it took me all these years to get here, but I'm so happy I got here at all. <laughs> no kidding. There's other people out there that want to be in the place that you're in right now. Right. And yes. you are a living example, living role model. You're practicing what you preach and you're a real human being. Like, yes. That's awesome. And you're able to tap into this sexual energy, this life force energy, and your life has completely shifted and turned around in a short period of time. It has. I even played open mic once. (laughs) I love that. I swore I'd never do it. And let me tell you how they got me up there. (laughs) They always said, oh, we know you know how to play. So I put up, I tagged them in a video I had put on Facebook years ago. So when the open mic announcement came out on Facebook, (laughs) they put, and come see Kim Whitner. And I was like, they didn't even ask me. (laughs) I had to cut my nails. I had to get some calluses on my fingers so I could play the guitar, but I did it. I did it. I did not disappoint. I did it. (laughs) Wow. Look at you. And you, but it's not my thing. (laughs) I'm not going to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) But you probably wouldn't have done it if you hadn't done all this previous work beforehand. That's right. Wow. Every opportunity um, I've been getting to step out of my comfort zone, I've been taking. I made a friend and she likes to do thing on Smule. It's a karaoke app. And she says, I want you to do a a duet with me. And I'm like, I don't sing. She's like, oh, come on, you can do it. Well, it took me about three or four months, but I finally did it. Woo. (laughs) And how did that feel? Oh, it felt good, but it sounded awful, I think. (laughs) But it was fun, and that's what counts, right? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Throwing out the rules of the I shoulds and I have to be this way and just going out there and enjoying the experience for what it is. So That's right. It was uh, fun. And I'll do it again. I've done it several times that we (laughs) could sing together because she's in Israel and I'm here, so... There you go. And you're connecting with people all over the world. That's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll tell you, I have people in India and Israel and all over this country. It's amazing. And even Canada, because it's been such a short time. Right. Like this is what's possible in a short period of time. Like if you've been in this type of pain for a long period of time, you can still change it and it doesn't have to take as long as it took for you to be in that miserable place how do you define pain freedom for yourself pain freedom oh my gosh being rid of all those thoughts that I had that I'm not good enough I'm not pretty enough I'm not this enough I'm not anything enough feeling like defeated depressed it's gone it's all gone that's amazing and I I truly agree with that (laughs) It's a powerful definition of pain freedom for yourself. So just being free from that negative thinking, those self-doubts, a lot of the I'm not enough. And I know that you're not the only one. I'm not the only one who experiences that almost daily. I know there's a lot of people struggling with not feeling worthy or not feeling enough. So just imagining what it would feel like to not have that weigh you down and to know that you are enough. One of the things I love about the hypnosis is it always makes me feel special. It always makes me feel 
beautiful, appreciated. It just makes me feel amazing. Yeah. And it makes sense. And, you know, like with all of like the neuroscience background that I have, when you are in your joy, that is when your nervous system and your brain rewire the fastest. And it makes sense why you have transformed and healed and are continuing this journey in such a short period of time. So, so powerful. You are tapping into your, your power, your magic, your energy. So that's the true message that I feel. All right. So I know that you gave us a lot of advice up to this point, but what is like one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is struggling with connecting with their sexual energy? Okay. I would say you've got to try this erotic hypnosis, find a voice you like (laughs) and engage with it. Contact me. I will help you. If you don't want to do that, maybe we should talk a little bit about what hypnosis is. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know- People are just like, oh, do you have like this little thing swinging in front of me? And like, (laughs) no, there's (laughs) none of that. that. I've had people say, well, I don't want to trust the hypnosis, hypnotist that I don't know because he'll have control over me. No, wrong. You are always in control in hypnosis. You cannot be manipulated to do anything that's against your will or your values, your morals, or anything like that. You are in control the whole time. So it's not woo-woo. It's not being taken under control. It's not like that at all. That's the first thing I always hear about, you know, is what is this? Is it, am I going to be under? No, not under, but trance. Trance is when you let your mind go and, and you engage with it. It's more or less a focus of sorts. Okay. Okay, So it's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, when you sit and meditate, let's talk about self-hypnosis. How many times have you sat and thought about something and it made you feel one way or another? That's Mm. self-hypnosis. Ooh, I love that perspective, but you're definitely right. And when I, when I learned that little piece of information, I saw how much damage I was doing to myself by doing that sort of activity. So I started doing um, gratitude on a daily basis. I've been doing that probably for six years. That's another life-changing thing is writing your gratitude down every day. That's a simple thing that will change your everything. But to get in touch with your sexual energy, I would start with read a novel if you don't want to do the hypnosis. But I strongly suggest you do some meditation, found some guided meditation, create. Start creating a little bit. There are different ways. Engage your partner if you have a partner. If you're open to masturbation, do that. So there's different things for people at different levels. Yes. Okay. And I love that. I love that. You could do meditation. You can educate yourself on the whole topic. Listen to different Mm -hmm. podcasts. Connect with you. That type of thing. I think that's great. Different options for everybody because I know for a fact, not everything that one person does is going to work for everybody. So I love that Correct. different options. So yes, that's yeah. absolutely right. And of, of course, different beliefs, you know, different people have beliefs and what they should or should not do or partake in, but that's no excuse not to build your sexual energy because there's other methods. Yeah. If somebody wanted to get into contact with you and learn more about what you do, how could they get a hold of you? Well, I have an email. It's reflections of the duchess that's d-u-c-h-e-s-s at gmail.com 
I have a program where I have a discovery program for you that has everything you need to explore the hypnosis to see if it's a right thing for you. And you can contact me by booking. And I am on Facebook at Reflections of the Duchess. It's a private group, so you can ask for membership. Just click on that. And also on Instagram, Reflections of the Duchess as well. It's also private. Just click and request and I will let you in. That information will all be in the description box below. So if you're interested, definitely check that out. And if this is calling to you, definitely reach out to Kim because she is doing some amazing work right now. Did you mention that you had a freebie that you have available for people who kind of want to get their toes in the water a little bit? I do. I have a PDF. It'll be ready by the end of the week. <laughs> I, have someone, I have someone making it pretty for me. And if you just email me at reflectionsoftheduchess at gmail.com and ask for the PDF, I will get it out to you. Awesome. So what exactly is this PDF? It's going to tell you what hypnosis is. It's going to tell you who is a good candidate for the erotic hypnosis, the benefits of it, and how to move forward. Awesome. So this is a huge education piece. So if you're wanting to know more about what Kim does, sign up for this free PDF. This is, I mean, there's nothing to lose here. It's free. So that's right. Okay. So that's awesome. So that's how you can get into contact with Kim. Highly recommend it. She has helped me in different parts of my journey. And I just love hearing her talk about hers because her experience has helped me to open up about different things. And I hope that has been able to do the same thing for you. If not, you are now educated on sex and sexual energy in a totally different way. So before we wrap everything up. Is there anything else that you would like to share or feel that people need to know when it comes to sex, erotic hypnosis, sexual energy? I think people need to stop being uptight about it. Relax. Enjoy the journey. It is so natural. It is so natural. It's like breathing or eating or moving your body. It's so important to your general well-being. You've heard what it's done for me. Imagine what it can do for you. Everyone is different. I'm so glad that you touched on that. It's natural. And Mm -hmm. because so many people are fighting those natural sexual urges and it's right. It's part of us. It is. It's very much a part of us. It's who we are. It's how we got here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We got here through sex and might as well enjoy it. Right. That's right. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's perfectly natural. It's beautiful. Yes. Just enjoy it. I love that. And thank you so much for coming on here and sharing that message and reframing this pain spot when it comes to sex, because there's so much more to it than just the physical parts. Yes, absolutely. So much more. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you're here. So that's right. (laughs) All righty. Well, thank you so much for being on here. It's been so much fun and I just can't wait to see what else is coming out for you and how your journey is going to unfold. So Uh, we'll be in touch and thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and for expanding your own pain awareness. Every time you listen to this podcast, you are building new neural pathways in the brain to break out of the vicious pain cycle. 
If this episode served you in any way, I ask that you share it with somebody who you think would benefit so they can start breaking out of their unique pain cycle today. When we are educated and informed about pain, we are equipped and empowered to get out and stay out of pain. If you have any questions or thoughts, I'm here to help. You can direct message me on Instagram at the Katie Sutton. I'd be happy to personally connect with you so you can start unleashing pain freedom today.